Hey guys, this is Anna. So uh, before we get started on this episode today, I just want to provide a trigger warning. We will be discussing things such as rape and other forms of sexual abuse. So if this is at all triggering to you, um, yeah, just don't listen to this episode because this will be a very prominent theme of this um, episode. Because we will be discussing Ravi Zacharias and the allegations made against him. All right, fair warning. So let's get on with the rest of the episode. So Ravi Zacharias, if you have not heard. um, So first off, if you don't really know who he is, um, if you don't know who he is, I'm assuming you're probably not too involved in the Christian ministry world. Um, but if you are, but he is a very pro, he was a very prominent Christian apologist. He died last year. Um, and he, it is turned out that it looks like he is a rapist and sexual, just straight up sexual abuser. Um, many allegations, especially by, you know, massagers, um, saying that he has groped them sent them sexually inappropriate texts. Among other things, one time apparently he raped a woman and then made her get on her knees and thank God for the opportunity that she received of him raping her, among other horrendous things. He was just, it sounds like, from what we understand, a vile, despicable man. And yet he was one of the most respected um, Christian apologist, you know, I looked up to him greatly, you know, he was growing up, you know, there were three Christian teachers I really looked up to, you know, that I listened to a lot and really shaped my faith early on. Tony Evans, Steve Brown, and Ravi Zacharias. They were very integral in my faith early on. Back then I was just a big baby Christian. And so, yeah, for me, just knowing Oh my gosh, I was listening to a fucking rapist, you know, a guy who sexually abused women and just, oh, just, just a complete vile monster. A man who, whose entire, like, act, like personal life ran completely counter to everything that he preached. It's shocking, you know, it, 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 it is shocking, like, how many of these great teachers just turn up, turn out, it turns out it percent the most vile, despicable people out there. And you just wonder how can they do so much good? Like they preach so many amazing, you know, the things that they preach are so true, you know, and they change so many lives for the better. You know, they bring so many to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And yet their personal lives is the stuff of nightmares. Like, all they do, like, for lies, well, like, for personal legacy in real life, just leaves so much harm and destruction. You just wonder, how does that happen? And, be, and you know, the, the excuse that so many, you know, give for his behavior is, he well, he's just human, you know, we're all sinners, which... Yes, it, in a way, yes. Unfortunately, the way that you're using this is completely wrong. 
No, being a sinner and just being human does not excuse this kind of shit. Like, this is pure, this is straight up demonic. Like, let's not mince words. It is demonic. But is he just a sinner, a saved by grace and a human? Yes. Unfortunately, there, they, you can take that too far. You can take that, like, using that, you can justify anything. You can justify Hitler, you know? You can just, like, literally anything can be justified under there. There comes a point where it's not just being a sinner and not just being human, you know? And just being a vile, despicable monster. Okay, like... There's a point where that where 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 it crosses from just being a sinner and human to just being monster. Okay, once you start raping people and sexually abusing people as a lifestyle, okay, you've crossed that l l threshold. Okay, so let's not just say, oh, you know, he's it's okay because he's just a sinner and you know a human. Like, no, that does not excuse anything. You know, it, it, you know, and. I guess that's one of the things that we have to remember with these teachers, you know? Like, we really f put these teachers on a pedestal, you know? We don't hold them accountable, you know? We don't sit there and examine their lives, you know? Because we're basically superhumans, you know? For, we, we, we don't really view them as necessarily human. We view them as, like, these superhumans, you know? And... You know, if it just, it just allows them to get away with stuff because who's going to call them out? Who's going to hold them accountable? You know, who? Because, because you know, in another recent forfeit, you know, and he even said it to one of his victims. Hey, if you call me out for this, you're going to ruin my ministry. You know? And it's just so easy to forget that these are people, that they are sinners. And we allow them to get away with his shit. It, it just really shows just how broken, like how we need to rid of this megastar mentality that we have in Western Christianity towards like these big teachers and all that stuff. And also, our like, how we handle sex. You know. Something that I was reading on Twitter this morning. And something I've been. That I've been very passionate about. For a while. But it is just. It it, 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 it really just like. Okay we need, it's time to talk about this. Like seriously talk about this. So. It, there, there's this um, tweet, this person I'm following, she's an asexual blogger, and she was talking about how there was this one pastor who was told that he could not be hired if he didn't have a wife. This is strictly unbiblical. So basically what we do, so something that unfortunately that we do is we force people to get married. We teach that marriage is better than singleness. That is how many, at least in the Protestant circles, do it. Unfortunately, Roman Catholicism has the exact opposite problem where they take the as equally unbiblical um, standpoint, which is that priests, you know, cannot get married. 
which is straight up unbiblical. Because, unfortunately, like Catholics seem to just ignore that passage where it says, talks about, you know, pastors having kids and family, you know, wives, you know, and using that as a, you know, a determiner of whether, you know, they are living according to what they preach or not. Unfortunately, the Protestants take that same passage and take it to mean that you must be married to be in the ministry, which is 100% unbiblical. Okay, like, Paul wasn't married. Jesus wasn't married. John the Baptist wasn't married. They were arguably the three most important people in the New Testament. And possibly even the Bible. Like, bruh, like, no. There, there is no mandate to get married. Not only that, Timothy, he was a pastor. And he was pastoring during that time. He was single. Are you telling me that Paul was sending Timothy his own resignation letter? Like, no. There is nothing biblical about forcing people to get married to be in the ministry. You know, like, the idea that you must be married to be a pastor it's just straight up unbiblical. And not only that, you're forcing people into relationships that would not be healthy for them. It's literally like, hey, we know that God called you to be in the ministry, but now we're going to add this human standard to become, to you know, to fulfill what God has called you to do. That is straight up unbiblical. You know, you're forcing people into unhealthy relationships, which causes harm. And, and now let's talk about the other side, which is Catholicism, where they, for, where they say you must not, you know, get married if you want to be in the ministry. Well, we don't have to look very far to see what that does. It's what's going, it's literally them raping boys. Like, there is nothing healthy. People, you cannot force people into a relationship or force people out of a relationship to be in the ministry. If they were called into the ministry, guess what? They were called into ministry. Stop putting these human blocks, these stupid human standards that cause harm. What we do is we make up these stupid human standards about sex and relationships. And all it does is cause harm. God has called some to singleness. He has called some to marriage. And you getting in the way of that causes harm. That's all it does. If you force people into marriage, guess what? It forces people into unhealthy relationships. You know, causes uh, emotional harm, spiritual harm, and possibly even sexual harm. And, you know, and it makes verb ministry less effective because of her life and the fact that you're forcing them into something that they should not be a part of. Then if you force them to not be married because of some stupid human standards, some stupid human reasoning, you are literally, we see it right now, raping boys, innocent young boys. Stop it. This is why this is why we need to stop making these stupid ass human rules. What does the Bible say? And then leave it at that. Do not add to it.
and do not detract away from it on the same token. <sighs> People, this is serious stuff. Marriage and sex is fucking serious. It is not to be fucked around with. And yet, we humans so consistently think that this is something that we can just ignore the consequences of if we do something that's unbiblical. No, you can't. There will be consequences. Very serious consequences. We are seeing this. Look at Ravi Zacharias and what he did when he decided to do unbiblical um, forms of sex. Look at what happens when you force people into marriage when they're not called to marriage, or at least yet. Look what happens when you tell people you can't get married to be a part of the ministry and the harm that that causes. Stop it! <sighs> Have I made my point clear? We constantly think that we are better than God, that we know better than God. And look what happens when we decide that we are God. Nothing but destruction is left in its path. Anyway, we're going to take a break here and listen to a, what our sponsor has for us today. And we'll be back right after. All right, guys, we're back. So... The last segment was very quite serious, um, kind of got a little bit heated, so let's just, for this last half of the podcast, just take some, take our feet off the, off the gas and just, let's just chillax some, let, let, let's just, you know, be, just be sitting back, let's, let's just have some fun, you know, let's cool off some. So... I, there's a few things I kind of I've no, I've been kind of paying attention to. I definitely am kind of interested in. So first off, some Disney stuff I want to kind of talk about. Yeah, so I am not a huge Disney fan. In fact, I have made it my goal to not give Disney any of my money um, because I find them to be rather abhorrent, um, especially mainly for monopolistics. Um, yeah, it's straight up a monopoly. Okay, like. I, I don't support that, so I so I try not to give him any money whatsoever. But, you know, if he still come up with some stuff I really enjoy. And so I want to talk about two things. First off, Elsa from Frozen. Um, I know that my friend Elsa, just her ears perked up. You're like, oh, are you talking about me? No, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about your namesake. Um, you... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but, you know, I, I want to talk about um, Elsa and why I want to see her um, dead character. as the person who has never seen Frozen 2. Um, and also Cruella. So, I have been paying attention to the Cruella movie since 2016. The first year when that movie was supposed to come out. Like, I love the story of 101 and 102 Dalmatians. Like, I love it. I read the books. Um... Yeah, like I, I like it was something like the book Honor One Dalmatian was something I read a lot as a kid. Um, and I loved the cartoons, I loved the live action movies, I just loved the story. And so when I found out that Cruella, they were making a movie about Cruella, I was hyped, you know, and especially when they said it was Emma Stone acting as her, and that got me even more hyped. 
And so they finally released a trailer. We finally have, like, it's finally coming out. Five years later, it's finally actually coming out. And I am, I'm not going to lie, I am, but the breaks have been applied a little bit. Like, I'm still excited for the movie, but I kind of want to see a bit more now. Um, and that's, man, that really did not feel what's so bit like a Disney movie. Like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, I, I feel like Disney movies could probably stand to be a little less Disney. But that straight up felt like a DC Comics movie. Like, it felt like a Joker or a Harley Quinn movie. And I'm going to be honest, I am not so sure that I really like that direction. Now, once again, you know, trailers can be deceiving. You know, so we had to wait to see, you know, what, when the movie comes out. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I am a bit intrigued to see where they go with that. Um, not so if, if they really do go to Joker, Joker and Harley Quinn route, for it, the movie's going to really have to be good for me to be convinced that that was the right direction to take it. But who knows? You know, we'll see. You know, this is a movie that I've been hyped up for years. I'm going to see it. You know, um, and then another thing with Disney was I kind of want to talk about is Elsa. So. Elsa needs to be LGBT. Elsa is not straight. Like, okay, think about Elsa from Frozen. And now, think about her and, you know, all of her scenes. Does she come across as straight to you? No, she, no. She, she cannot be straight. I'm sorry. She cannot be straight. Okay, she needs, like, if a, like... I, Disney are a bunch of fucking cowards, you know, like, they, they, they will never do a over LGBT character because, you know, they, they, they want to keep China and Asia and Russia as audiences, you know, so they can't do it. Or at least, you know, they won't do it. They can, but for fucking cowards who care more about money and the woke bucks than they do, you know, actually, you know, re doing positive representation, um, but they need to make Elsa asexual and aromantic or lesbian. Like, they will be fucking cowards if they do it. Like, 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 like first off, they just straight up need to stop doing, you know, this token wokeism, you know? Like, oh, let's throw in a lesbian, let's throw in a gay man, you know, in the back corner, you know, some extras who don't matter, you know, in the backs for about one second that we can easily cut it out, you know, so China and Russia will approve it. No, I mean, do it. Like, straight up LGBT representation. Once again, all they care is about the woke bucks. Like, say, see, we did an LGBT thing for American audiences. So, you know, they can, say, you know, look woke. But, you know, but they don't have to lose any money by being able to quickly edit out that one second for, you know, Asian and your, um, your all Russian audiences. Like, just do it, you fucking cowards. Like, if she turns out to be straight, this is the greatest cowardice ever. Like, she is not straight. She is asexual and aromantic, or she is lesbian. One of those two, she needs to be that. Like, do it, Disney. Do it. Like, I will, like, and, and, like, I will, like, straight up advocate a boycott if you do that shit. Like, 
I mean, like, I'm already not giving you my money. Like, I will straight up do, like, I will badger the fuck out of my friends and family to never give you a single dime. If you don't, you fucking little cowards. Do it. Do it. Give me lesbian or asexual Elsa. Or, you know, I would also like to see a trans Elsa. Okay. You don't necessarily need to make. Okay. No, sorry. Sorry. I don't want Elsa to be trans. But I do want a trans princess. Okay. Like, give us a trans princess. Once again, you're not going to do it because you don't actually give a shit about the LGBT community or doing any positive representation. It's just a cynical attempt to make money. But you need to do this, Disney. Come on. Pull through for us. Come on. Like, I might actually give you money again. Like, I'm, I'm actually not joking. Like, I will actually... Uh, uh, this is my bargain. If you do, do either, either a trans princess or... And or... Lesbian or asexual Elsa, I will, I will give you your money. I will stop pirating your shit. Okay, deal, deal. All right. <laughs> um, another thing that um I kind of just wanted to comment on was two things. The, the Nintendo is, they, and they were both in the Nintendo Direct. Number one, Skyward Sword HD. I am not, I, that is the one, let me think. Yeah, I think that is the only Legend, no, 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 sorry, that, that's not, it's the only 3D Legend of Zelda game I have never played yet. So I am definitely interested, but 60 bucks, why Nintendo? Like, you didn't even, like, wasn't the game only $50 when you originally released it on the Wii? Like, why? Why are you releasing it for 60 bucks? There better be added content. Um, but, you know, I am definitely interested, you know. Um, it is the only 3D Zelda game I have never played. Um, now, I was considering just kind of maybe skipping over or waiting until I got it. You know, I could find it for rather cheap. But, ooh, I saw those Joy-Cons. I need those Joy-Cons. I, I'm sorry. I need those um, Legend of Zelda Joy-Cons that were selling for it. I need it. I, I, I absolutely need it. Another thing that was kind of like a what-the-fuck moment was I'm announcing Splatoon 3. So I have never been much of a Splatoon fan, to be honest. Um, I mean, the games are okay, but it's just not really my thing. That was just a weird trailer for Splatoon 3. Um... I don't really know why get why they're releasing a third one for the Switch. Um, I thought that would have been like a great launch title for the next console. But for doing it, okay, interesting. Um, I definitely want to see what we're doing with this one because to be honest, probably just going to skip over this one. Um, but yeah, I just kind of like wow, um, did not see that one coming, especially before. Um, they announced a, the next Mario game or before, you know, and especially if they release it before Breath of the Wild 2, I, 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 I'm not going to lie, there may be riots. Um, there may be riots outside of her offices. Anyway, um, let me see, is that everything I wanted to kind of bring up? Yeah, I mean, that's everything I want to bring up in this podcast, next podcast I'll bring 
up anti-socialism fear-mongering. You know, I just felt like that it like I wanted to bring that up in this podcast episode. I don't know. I don't feel like it really fit in with any of the themes of this one. So, anywho, um, if you enjoy my content, support me on Patreon. If we're only three bucks a month, you can get every podcast episode early and without ads. Uh, five bucks a month, you get every episode, uh, every video early. Um, Ten bucks a month, you get an extra one to two videos a week late, or late along with other benefits. But yeah, so um, and also support me via Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. And until next time, I'll see you then. Hope you enjoyed my episode, and I'll see you then.